All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade on WQEE 99.1 FM Rock Radio. My name is Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is July 15th, 2023, Saturday. Hope everyone's doing good out there. Having a great start to your uh, weekend. You know, we got a lot of ground to cover here before we get rocking with some music. Uh, first off, I want to uh, say thank you to the peeps who've already begun to send me uh, happy birthday messages. Uh, you know, my birthday is actually on July 16th, uh, but I'm, I'm already getting messages from people different parts of the world and whatnot. So thank you very much uh, in advance to everyone who's uh, sending a message or leaving comments on my uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatnot. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, well, we're going to talk about some of the latest news stories you're going to find over at the MetalDen.com site, as well as uh, the reporting you'll find at my personal site, RandyRocketCody.com. Uh, we're going to play another little snippet from my uh, latest interview on the radio with my buddy Ryan O'Neill on WQEE 99.1. Uh, he's got it. Uh, he's holding it down. He's the man, Ryan O'Neill, and so he and I discuss a whole lot of different things going on in the uh, uh, the rock music industry, heavy metal, uh, you know, in particular with what I promote, the bands that I'm uh, promoting and uh, featuring at TheMetalDen.com, and so we'll play a little bit more, more of that uh, interview. I think you'll find it interesting as well. Uh, we, we'll have some really cool music to uh, feature Want to give a shout out to uh, Baltic Sea. We're going to play some Baltic Sea. Uh, has uh, some really exciting information that I've just learned about that they're going to be recording, uh, getting into the recording studio to record, finish recording their uh, next album. So uh, that's going to have some really great music. So I look forward to that. We'll play some Baltic Sea music uh, in, in the show. And uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Phoenix Rising, uh, who's out of, uh, <clears throat> they're out of Finland. Um, and so you've got Baltic Sea out of Sweden. You've got those guys, Phoenix Rising. I understand they're working on a music video that will be coming out shortly. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, Yuri with Baltic Sea and, and Christian uh, with Phoenix Rising, very talented singers, and you're going to hear a lot more about them. Uh, you've got Overlord Canada. I've got some exciting news. They're going to be, uh, uh, man, just doing some really cool things and have a lot more news coming about them uh, here in the future uh, as, as things develop. But I uh, do want to announce that they are uh, having uh, been played on <sighs> Rock Dog radio show. Now that's featured on Power 91 internet-based radio uh, station and that happened um, uh, yesterday on Friday, July 14th. So they played their Meltdown Dead World song off of When Worlds Collide album. So definitely uh, go check out that. I'm sure I've got the replay. You can check out at the, uh, the website. Uh, you've got the story to check out, meldan.com. You can check out Overlord on Facebook, Overlord Canada. And you can check out any of the latest updates on what they're doing. 
but that uh, Power 91US.com. Uh, so www.power91US.com. And that's Central Florida's music variety station. Uh, they've got multi-genre uh, station broadcasting uh, worldwide online, 24-7, uh, 365. So they're playing music from all genres and decades. And they highlight what they think are some of the, the best independent artists out there. So that's really cool. Really great uh, uh, opportunity for Overlord to get their music on there. So spread the word. Uh, about that station and helping underground metal bands, you know, get their music out there, okay? And if you're in a band and you want to get promoted to the Metal Den, just email me at themetalden at gmail.com, submit your music, and I'll give you more information about the services available at themetalden.com, and that includes uh, press releases, that includes uh, full pub band publicity, you know, band publicists, uh, that includes interviews, reviews of your music, all sorts of good stuff. So uh, you can find out that information if you check out the meldan.com and the services in the menu area, okay? All right. Well, some of the other stories you're going to find at meldan.com. Of course, you know, we can't go a, a week without some crazy Motley Crue news, right? Uh, we've got uh, the latest uh, story about uh, Mick Mars uh, is being, his solo album is being stopped apparently by Motley Crue. And this is John Karabi has just uh, has just put this out there in a new interview that he's done. Now you know John Karabi was the former Motley Crue singer, and he's always been saying all along what I've been saying that Mick did not just walk away from Motley Crue because of his health issues uh, and his 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 advancing age. He uh, he was ousted. He was fired by Nikki Six and uh, the band's management. Um, over There's a whole multitude of different things, and this is what's going to come out. This is what they're trying to keep from coming out. They don't want this dirt to come out, and that's why they've moved to private arbitration on the lawsuit uh, litigation uh, with Mick Mars. It's very serious stuff. The things that have been said, uh, the accusations, the insinuations uh, against Mick Mars... And, and vice versa, uh, mix, you know, firing away at Motley Crue as well and saying some pretty uh, pretty nasty things. Uh, he's saying that he ha had not even spoken to the guys uh, on a friendly basis uh, in Motley Crue going back to 2019, believe it or not. So now we're learning that he wasn't, he wasn't even featured, really not one note of his music, anything that he wrote on the guitar was even featured on the last three Motley Crue albums. This is also coming out. This is stuff that if you if you follow me regularly, you know I've been saying this stuff all along, point by point by point. I said all of this stuff months ago, a year ago, two years ago. I've been saying this stuff all along, that the wheels were coming off, that Motley Crue was a big-time fraud, and Mick has now backed it up and verified everything. I mean, he's confirmed everything, that they're faking it, and we're catching them left and right. We're catching, we caught... Uh, you know, Nikki Six faking on the bass again, Mr. Clown Mime, and we're you know we're catching Vince Neil is is getting caught lip syncing. It's just like it's happening all the time. It's not just these shows from last year that Mick is talking about, ladies and gentlemen. These these shows right now are horrendous, and it's just it's getting worse from what I'm, I'm being told now. This purported new studio album that Motley Crue is, is working on 
that Nikki says is finished, but Vince Neil says is, is not even barely halfway done, which is it? We are still learning more details about this uh, potential involvement of Scott Stapp, ex-Creed singer, uh, who has purportedly been brought in to help get these vocals done the right way with Vince Neil. Because look, ladies and gentlemen, Vince Neil, this is no no big secret that I'm, you know, exposing something here that we don't already know. Vince Neil's voice is done. It's toast. It's gone. He literally cannot sing. He cannot sing, not with not even with a proper uh, vocal range that's needed in rock and roll music. Uh, he just he has problems saying the words. Singing the words, enunciating these 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 words properly, he's so out of it. Now I don't know if that's because he's drunk all the time. Uh, that's the that's what I'm hearing. That's what we're hearing from Al Bowman, the ex limo driver driver from uh, Motley Crue, saying that Vince is drinking himself to death. That this is an ongoing battle with the bottle. I think that we've at the Metal Den we've done a pretty good job of of, of illuminating that subject uh, with people to understand that, you know, Vince does have a history with drinking. He did kill some people in a drunk driving crash, right? Going back to the 80s, he killed Razzle from uh, Hanoi Rocks, up-and-coming uh, talented drummer, uh, and, he, and he maimed a couple other people that were injured in the other vehicle that they hit, you know, and so Vince was drunk, and all he had to do, it's come out now that uh, the limo driver, Al Bowman, was there at the liquor store when Vince was getting more, right, booze. And he, he saw that Vince was already trashed and said, man, just get my limo and I'll take you guys back to your place. That's all he had to do. But Vince said no, and we know what happened. The rest is history. And so there's going to be more details coming out about all that stuff, uh, that infamous uh, drunk driving incident. I, I think that it's important for people to learn uh, about the details, especially about the, the people, the victims, how they were affected in all that. So we have more of that coming out at themelden.com. Uh, we've also got uh, a story about Mick Mars being alienated and verbally abused by the uh, his former bandmates in Motley Crue. I'm, I'm talking about just some really ugly things that are being said about his age, about him being too old to be in Motley Crue. Uh, that he should just go kill himself. These are some of the things that I'm that are being leaked out that are being tried to be, uh, you know, kept away from the public with this private arbitration. Just terrible uh, treatment of of Mick Mars, who's put you know over forty years in of, of loyal service and dedication into this band that he's had to tour all around the world he's had to put up with during recording sessions where from what we now know they really didn't want him there and uh and so that's uh all starting to come to light and this is stuff that will continue to come out i've been way ahead of everybody else i always am i'm always called a jerk because i'm trying to cause trouble or that you know i'm, I'm too outlandish with my reporting this is just reality, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we do. That's what I've always done at TheMetalDen.com is throw it down for real. Keep it real. 
And that's the reporting that you'll find on, as well, the uh, Pizzagate, Truth for Chris, Truth for Chester, all this stuff. I've been way ahead of everybody else. Now you'll start to see some of these other podcasts and webzines out there that try to cover these stories and try to pretend like they're, they have anything to do with, with, with it. You don't. I was way ahead of everybody else on all these stories, telling you guys that Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington, that that was a very uh, big-time cover-up that was being uh, perpetuated by the, the mainstream establishment and the elite to keep people from learning the truth about who's in that black book of Epstein that is tied and connected as well to Orgy Island and uh, being part of this prostitution uh, ring that, I guess, uh, is, is what uh, purportedly that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was a lure for and uh, connected to modeling and all this stuff. So I've told everybody, I'm, I'm trying to warn you guys, your children, keep them safe out there from these types of entities out there that will, will blow sunshine up your rear end, but are very dangerous people when it comes down to it and can be very dangerous to your, 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 uh, your children, you know, that you're trying to get into the Hollywood industry, you're trying to get into the music business or whatever. Just realize that not everything is not what it seems. And that's what my reporting is all about. I believe that, you know, there's going to be some very shocking details that I'm, I'm going to reveal here that people are going to be blown away by. They've never, never saw it or expected it coming, which is pretty crazy because, I mean, for years now, I've been throwing it down and telling people exactly what is going on and what to expect. So uh, hopefully everyone can handle the new uh, reporting that's going to come out. I do have coming up on the 20th here of July, I will be back on the radio with my friend Ryan O'Neill, WQE 99.1 FM, uh, on the 19th, the day before. And we're going to be discussing my uh, vigil for Chester Bennington on the 20th, that next day, okay? And so that's going to be uh, an opportunity on the 19th with uh, Ryan. We're going to talk about the vigil. We're going to talk about the new report that I'll have posted up on that date that's going to be very, very shocking. Uh, in concern with uh, the truth for Chester and truth for Chris Cornell investigations, which are tied together because, you know, as you know, Chester and this date, July the 20th, his six-year uh, six uh, death anniversary, that's also Chris Cornell's birthday. So <laughs> this is pretty heavy stuff, and I'm going to be able to show you in this new report why this is important to understand that it has deep, deep meaning. Okay. So some of the other uh, stories you'll find at themeldan.com right now. The Choir Boys have debuted a new single uh, featuring Josh Todd and Stevie D of Buck Cherry. You got Evil uh, has debuted a new music video. You can check that out. Full of Hell has announced a new guitarist. Werewolves have debuted a new single and a music video, video that you can check out. Australian death metal trio, Werewolves. 
this uh, new single and music video titled Destroyer of Worlds. So check that out, themelden.com. As well, you've got a past report called Earth's Most Powerful Drug in the Rock and Roll Death Machine. That was something I posted back in uh, April of 2018 report uh, connecting to all of this Chester Bankton and Chris Cornell, uh, what I believe is both were suicided, both were murdered for what they knew, and how close they were getting to exposing some of these uh, elite that do not want to be exposed. And so that's all going to get uh, more out in the open here. And you can uh, definitely rest assured that I'm going to continue doing the reporting on this to make sure that people learn the truth. All right. Okay, well, uh, before we get rocking with some some music and uh, get a little clip from my uh, most recent radio show appearance, just want to send thank you out to everyone who's uh, supporting my work out there, of course. I want to send out love to my brother Jay and his family uh, who live out here in Texas. Thank you for all your support. Uh, I want to send out love to my wife. Uh, I want to send out love to my mom and dad uh, out in Los Angeles. All my brothers and sisters as well. I want to send out just thanks to people, you know, online who just continue to support my work and and really do, uh, you know, put a smile on my face at times in, in, in the day when I need one. And you know who you are out there. And so thank you for whether it's on Twitter or Facebook, sharing my work, my reports with people, uh, your friends, your family. I do appreciate it very much. OK. All right. Let's get rocking with some music.
too many beers but um <laughs> that you know how that goes i'm i'm still here so uh we can we can get the job done as always my friend well you know what uh, i want everybody to know at the end we're going to talk about this but i want you guys to go ahead and do it i want you to go to randy's pages themetaldin.com or and randyrocketcody.com and right now, I want you guys to go and sign up for the monthly deal you get with him. Because you know what? Spending it with everybody else, you're not going to get anything. I just wanted everybody to know that at the beginning of the show. We'll get more information from Randy as we get ready to close out here in just a few. The fourth is underway. We are beginning, really our summer. We're going into summer now, Randy. And speaking of going into summer, we got to talk about summer concerts, and I know you're going to have a lot of that on TheMetalDen.com, who's what, when, and where, who's going to be out doing what around the United States, around the world. But uh, your boys and Monty Crew, I had to I had to watch the Tommy and Pamela, uh, a little bit of, I couldn't watch the two episodes of it, uh, of the thing on Tommy and Pamela, or Pamela and Pamela and Tommy, or whatever it's called. Oh, just because we were going to talk about them this morning. Tommy is just, I don't even know how he made it, man. Dude is just a, he's an idiot. Uh, no offense, but to your to your friends. But let's talk about Motley Crue. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, the... <clears throat> The shenanigans continue. I mean, we've got uh, Vince Neil has just done an interview where he's come out and uh, said that 
they've only got three songs in the can for the for the new album as opposed to what Nikki Six said that the whole thing was done. So yeah, and one of the three songs is is a cover of a Beastie Boys, uh, the Right to Party, whatever the hell that song is called. Um, yeah, fight for your right to party. Yeah. Um, so they covered this, and this song was played. They just made an appearance in London at some small club under the name uh, Dogs of War, and uh, like a secret show. And they they ended up they did play. They only played out of the three new songs that Vince says that they have. They only played this cover. And uh, Vince did not do the main vocals. Tommy did. Uh, so that that's pretty telling because what uh, Vince said in his interview is, is that he cut his vocals for these new songs. Okay, uh, over over the internet with uh, what's this thing called that you when you uh, call people up and you talk to them on the uh, Zoom. That's it. He's trying to say, this is what he says in the interview, that he he cut the vocals for his songs over Zoom. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Have you ever used Zoom? It's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. I don't know. I've never had any good luck just trying to talk over the thing. I don't know how you can sing over it and get any quality <laughs> quality recordings. So I think that, that that's pretty telling. I think that's a way of uh, a little bit of mockery going on there. Look, Vince can't sing. Vince is not going to be singing on any album. Okay, he can't sing live. <laughs> so if he can't sing live, how is he going to sing in the studio? So what I've been I've been tipped off is that as I said all along going back, you know, the the past year or two that they're going to have to have a, a plan B, somebody that's going to come in, a uh, ghost vocalist, and, and help them get these vocals done. Whether it was Vince's son, whether it was uh, Scott Stapp, somebody that's a, you know, a professional singer that can still sing. Uh, and they would use uh, this AI technology because this AI technology is so amazing and, and, and people need to really get up to speed on what it what it's all about because – they're going to be seeing a lot more of it in society. Uh, it's going to be taking over, uh, you know, human labor. I mean, people are going to be losing millions of jobs are going to be, you know, replaced by AI technology. You can see it in the Walmarts. You can see all these automated. Uh, you don't see many humans anymore. You saw these automated machines. And so, but what people need to understand is this AI technology is pretty amazing because it can, um, it can literally... Uh, convert one's, uh, one singer's voice into another. And Facebook AI is where it started a uh, handful of years ago, uh, but it's continued to develop. This is a technology that is, is much more prevalent in music today than people realize. Um, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can find all sorts of different um, AI songs. Um, you can hear Axl Rose AI voice uh, do a, do um, Doctor Feelgood. You can hear Miley Cyrus uh, do Girls Girls Girls. Uh, I, yeah, and the thing is, is what's so amazing is they can do they can actually still have the mannerisms of the original singer um, 
And and even when when it's uh, converted to this other uh, person's uh, voice, they can also on the flip side they can bring in someone. You you could uh, literally and this is this Drake uh, AI cover. These people are, that are being put out there. That's how it's being done. Is you're using someone else's voice and and uh, to to sing with this voice of this star, you know, rock star or rap star that's been sampled. And the and once you sing, it's like how if you would be playing with the keyboards and you've got like uh, water drops sampled, and when you hit the keys, it 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 gives you that sound, right? It's the same exact thing. It's just with the voice. So you can convert your voice into somebody else's voice. And you, while you sing those words, it can be text to speech, uh, or it can be as well as uh, just straight up singing through a microphone in the studio with the technology. They can literally, it samples Vince Neil's voice from, from when he could sing back in the early days. And so they bring in somebody that can actually sing the same sort of uh, style of delivery they, that that is important, as I understand it. So Scott, someone like Scott Staff would be needed, and and they can they can pull the wool over everybody's eyes. And so um, I don't I don't think that you're going to be hearing the real Vince Neil on this new album, as he's saying he's mocking everybody, saying that I'm recording the vocals over Zoom. I mean, I think that's pretty telling. It is telling. You know what? I mean, after watching so much stuff and hearing so much stuff, and after, of course, last couple of years, you and I have been talking about this on the show about Bobby Crew and stuff. Um, the more we talk, the more I'm, I'm becoming less. I was the original Bobby Crew fan. The more I'm becoming less of a Bobby Crew fan, I'm looking at these guys never really worked that hard to play their instruments. Nicky Six has been called a number of times, not playing. Uh, Mick Mars is the only one that really was a real musician. He gets kicked out because of his age. Vince can't sing anymore. R&B originally could sing. I don't know if he could have. And, 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 and Tommy Lee, I caught Tommy Lee towards the end of the stadium tour, fake drumming. Now, this is after the, yeah. the, the, the purported big fight that he and uh, Vince Neil had in the studio, the last rehearsal, where uh, Tommy Lee called, uh, called Vince Vince Neil. And yeah. a, a big fight broke out, and, and he purportedly tackled Tommy behind the drum kit. And that, that, that's what they're saying is, is where the, the rib injury happened, and they tried to cover it all up. And, uh, yeah, and so, and, you know, Mick was seeing all of this and witnessing all this and trying to pull these guys apart. And, uh, you know, these, these, uh, this is something that I've told everybody's been going on for a long time. Uh, but per specifically between, and this has all been backed up by John Karabi, the former uh, crew singer, uh, who said that Mick was not, Mick did not appear on those, the last several Motley Crew albums, studio albums, um, that there were other players brought in, like DJ Ashba. Uh, John Karabi actually played on Generation Swine most of the guitars because uh, he ended up uh, filing a, a lawsuit of his own for multi millions against the band. Um, so this is, I mean, just look at, look at the evidence that's right there for you. This band is, is pretty much a fraud at this point in terms of what they've been trying to represent as being these good old, uh, uh, rockers that, that will give you a, a real good old fashioned rock show and, and they'll sing their songs and, uh, and, and perform on their instruments. And, you know, you can count on that. No, you can't because now, it's been totally exposed that this is a widespread issue that's going on in the music industry, not just rock and roll and heavy metal, but yeah. the entire the, the, the entire uh, music landscape. And so 
people are going to start to see more and more of this and you know it's it's uh it's i don't think that it's going to go away and, and the stuff that i talked about that's going on in the studio on the flip side as i exposed with um you know nikki six and all his i i had put out a report that bob rock is going to be the ghost bassist on that one now he played with uh metallica so he can play bass he plays guitar as well so um this is what I'm being told. Nikki Six is not going to, like Mick said, he did not play one note live at the stadium tour. He's not going to play one note on the uh, on the new crew album. And, and as far as uh, you know, I'm being told this thing is being AI composed. That's how bad it is. They're they're reaching down that they're reaching down that low to uh, you know to, to even try to get this accomplished. Because look, they haven't put out anything in 15 years. Um, They've told us now that Mick Mars was really not involved at all the last several albums, and they, w they were taking his, his parts off and replacing them. So this is just a widespread problem, and if you can't have – there's that kind of trust and loyalty issue. After you've been in the band and you helped found it after 40 years, um, you know, I think it's pretty funny that Nikki Six comes out and says that people are backstabbing him. I mean, <laughs> he is the king of the backstabbers. <laughs> Give me a break. You know, that's what I do um, besides, um, you know, giving everybody 31 flavors of heavy metal all around the world. Um, you know, I try, I try to, to be fair and, and promote um, all the different styles and subgenres of heavy metal from, from all the different countries. And, um, you know, I, I do promote the mainstream bands like, you know, Metallica and Motley Crue and whatnot. Um, but these underground bands really are the future of heavy metal because, look, these guys, you know, in the crew and, and, and Kiss, for example, you know, they're getting ready to call it, finally call it quits after how many retirement tours. Um, so this, this is, we're coming to the end of the road, literally, uh, with, with these, these old, uh, you know, bands that have been, you know, just milking their, their, their glory years, you know, uh, they're essentially, uh, tribute bands i mean look if you look at kiss they pretty much are a tribute band at this point i mean it's half the band you know and they've got the two guys dressed like the original members so and the funny thing is is that you know it's they don't they don't care they don't care that you're paul stanley doesn't care that you're catching him fake singing you know they don't care about this anymore because they've already their bank accounts are full you know the people these these young hungry bands are coming up out of the underground these are the bands that i promote uh, through my uh, uh, lethal roster with my promotions um, arm of, of TMD. And these are bands that are typically, you know, you'll find them opening up on bills uh, at, at, at clubs for, for major national acts. Uh, those are the bands that are uh, important to me because, yeah, they're the guys who are really playing their instruments. They're not, you know, they're not going to uh, use backing tracks at, at, at a show. Um, the singer's really singing. You know, one of the things you, you can check out, too, are these tribute bands, these these Motley Crue tribute bands, uh, all these different types of tribute bands out there. 
there's so many really talented guys in these bands, and these guys can actually uh, perform these Motley Crue songs for real. Um, you know, I, I just shout out a few different of uh, these bands, uh, Public Enemy Number One, Crew Tribute, True to uh, Crew Tribute, uh, Crewligans, um, they're out of Texas, uh, Looks That Kill Tribute, Wildside, uh, Crew Tribute out of New York, Motley Inc. Um, you've also now that Motley Inc. has got Timmy Craven, who is actually the voice of Neil uh, Vince Neil in, in the Dirt, um, okay, in, okay. in the music. Um, uh, Sixty Seconds to Mars. That's a cool one. <laughs> or Six Seconds, Six Seconds to Mars. That's the play on it. Six Seconds to Mars. So these, you know, these guys. Uh, I think people need to uh, to check them out because if you want to hear someone who actually play those Motley Crue songs right. And they're actually playing them. Are these are these uh, Motley Crue tribute bands? It definitely is. There's one out there that's got a female singer in it. Uh, that, that is doing a crew, uh, and I think his name is. It's also the second album, Shock of Dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so Shock of Dead. It's got a female singer in it. Yeah, I mean the cool thing is they're wearing the they even wear they wear the the, the you know the outfits and everything. Look at Motley Crue today. What are we looking at? What is this? A hot topic uh, fiesta? I mean, I mean, come on, come on. It looks ridiculous. And you know, I showed you a picture on Facebook of uh, of a snapshot of the uh, the crowd at the at Motley Crue's Wembley appearance re recently, and uh, you saw how how sparse that that crowd was and, and there was not you know it was not packed like you would expect it to be and i think that that's just indicative of of all the negative press that's been going on and look it's their fault you know yeah i know i'm the guy responsible for it uh but you know the bottom line is is if you're if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna say that because that's what uh nikki did i mean they even trashed a fan on twitter i think it was they were calling them names and stuff because the guy called them out on, on the backing uh, backing tracks and whatnot. Well, I'm the guy that's been catching these guys doing this point by point. I told everybody last March that that Vince Neil was going to have to to lip sync, and uh, that there was there was no way around it that I could see, and and that's exactly what ended up happening. And then you had this situation with uh, you know Mick Mars, who's playing legitimately playing, but being told that he's not playing good enough, and that. Because of his age uh, and, and being told that he's too old to be in the band now, and that uh, you know that he's got to, he's got to uh, forego his uh, you know his per, his his full twenty five percent stake. I mean that's just not right. You know you don't do that to somebody after they've been in, been with the band uh, loyal for forty years and uh, are just as much of a part of, of of their success as anybody else in that band. And so. You know, there's going to be a lot more dirt that comes out. They've moved this thing to, uh, they're attempting to move it to private arbitration so that, uh, that, that more of these details don't get out, more of the dirt doesn't get out. Um, you know, I can tell you that I know a lot more stuff that, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of been brewing. And so I'll have uh, some more stuff to tell uh, on this as, as, as it continues.
Zach Wilde of Pantera has been busted using backing tracks at Pantera's first U.S. concert in years. Black Label Society guitarist and Pantera filling guitarist Zach Wilde was caught faking it. Zach Wilde was not playing a Digitech whammy pedal like Dimebag Daryl does. In fact, he was not playing. Dimebag was being piped in to the concert. It is called Backing Tracks.